911, what's the nature of your emergency? Welcome back to another episode of Tactical Living by Leo Warriors. I'm your host, Ashley Walton. And I'm your co-host, Clint Walton. In today's episode, we're going to talk about how something as simple as a bracelet can have such an impact on somebody, even when considering and contemplating suicide. So just sit back, relax, and enjoy today's content. A friend of mine shared with me a story of inspiration A story of how he felt that he was at the point in his life that his bipolar disease had so much control over him that suicide came to mind more than once. Although he never attempted suicide, he did get to a point in his life to where he had to gather up every single knife in his house, seal it up in a taped box, and go and throw it out into the dumpster. He had a sense of liberation once he did this, a sense of knowing that the tools that were pinging at him in a way to where it would be most useful to possibly take his own life no longer existed for him. And he came across this company and he shared it with me. You could find them on Instagram at LiveLowKey, L-I-V-E-L-O-K-A-I. And it's incredible. When you look at these bracelets, they look like typical gemstone bracelets. I'm sure you've seen them. They come in amethyst, jade, every stone that you can think of. But there's something very special about these. Because on one side of the bracelet, there's a white bead. The white bead is actually infused with water from Mount Everest. As you sit there especially if you're somebody who is into hiking, you might understand that Mount Everest is the highest point on the planet. And on the other side of the bracelet is a black bead. And the black bead is infused with mud from the Dead Sea, which is the lowest point on the earth. For me, this channels a lot of emotion because we've all been in the place where we experience the highs and the lows. As you sit there, if you or someone you know suffers from any sense of mental illness, then you know that those highs could be really high and those lows can be debilitating at times. But what my friend shared with me was that having this bracelet on his wrist is not just a bracelet. It's a reminder of the places that he's been and also where he's going. And this simple bracelet gives him hope. In September, it was National Suicide Prevention Month. And that's really why he decided to share this with me. He decided to go into some details about some of the struggles that he's had in his past as it pertains to suffering with bipolar disorder. I am so full of gratitude that he would share something like this with me. And I say that because we've had past episodes when we talk about how difficult it is to summon up that courage to be able to express to somebody else that something doesn't feel right. What he also shared with me was that for the past two years, there's been a lot of self-development, self-confidence, and growth that's been transpired in him that has led him to start up a company of his own. 
And it's so inspiring to pay witness to somebody who has struggled with a mental health illness for so long and yet has used it as empowerment, not only for himself, but to share the message with the world. Sometimes I wonder if that's the whole point of it. Is that the reason why we get sick? Why we have hardships? I'll share with you something that was sparked in me last night, and believe it or not, it came from watching the newest Aladdin movie. A lot of memories were evoked from watching that movie from childhood. When I was a kid, I can't count how many times I watched the movie Aladdin. We all fell in love with the story, the beautiful Princess Jasmine, the adorable Abu. We all know what the story is, I'm sure as you sit there, you dreamed of having a magic carpet or even that priceless lamp, that genie of your own. But what it brought up for me was not the envy of having those three unlimited wishes. Instead, it reminded me of something that my mom told me when she was first diagnosed with lung cancer. As I'm sitting there, watching this movie, and I'm seeing the evil that's transpired through the actions of Jafar. It's brought to my attention that I didn't see that when I was younger. I knew there was good and bad, but I didn't see the evil for the face value. I didn't look at just how devious his actions are and how that transpires into the real world with how those actions play out on a day-to-day basis with many people that we come into contact with on a routine basis. And that's why those words from my mom came to mind. When she was first diagnosed and we were told that she was going to die, and yet she understood that there was a way that she could still fight even through her death and her ultimate demise, the words that she said to me and it was so vindicated in her faith, was that she believed that there was the devil here on earth and it wasn't in a human form, but instead it was the challenges, the evil, the struggle, the temptation, the things that we are faced with on a routine basis that allow us to make the decision of right or wrong, good or bad, And that ultimately leads to the choices that we decide to make for ourselves. And that really stuck with me. And seeing that evil transpired, even in something as simple as a Disney remake, allows me to know that this is me growing. This is me maturing. This is me understanding that there are pieces in life that oftentimes come in the most unexpected forms that are the gifts from the universe. Some might say that that was God. For me, I feel like it was a message that I was tapping into from my mom. Why else would I have remembered that? Why would I have connected the dots in the way that I did? And that's not to say I felt her presence, but I certainly felt and still feel that message. When that clicked for me, I went back to that very moment. I see her in the room. I remember why that conversation started in the first place. I told her, selfishly, that I didn't want this to happen to her. 
I was thinking about the way that it would impact me. And her response was so internalized. And she had no negative emotion around it. She said it so calmly and with such certainty. And I think that's why I carried it with me and why it was sparked the way that it was for me last night. And the older and older that I get, the more that I continue to meditate and tap into my own spirituality, I'm realizing that there's a much bigger picture. And as you sit there, maybe you've had that own realization for yourself. That understanding that the picture isn't always about you. There's always someone who's worse off than whatever it is that you're contending with, despite how miserable you might feel in the moment. When you're able to understand that, and you know that you're surrounded by other people that may be experiencing something really traumatic in the moment, then you're able to embody a certain level of empathy. And there's this new level of awareness that exists. The awareness of evil. And on the backside of that, there's also the symbolic awareness of good. And I know that we think sometimes that there's much more evil than there is good. But when you stop for a moment and you look at the big picture, and you sift through the moments, and you go through the interactions that you have, even with random people on a daily basis, then it's easy to see that there is far much good, more good in the world than exists evil. And that element, that element of evil, it's usually very brief. And when you live a life of virtue, and I'm not saying as you sit there you're perfect, nor do I believe that you think you are, but I also know the growth that you've gone through from experiencing evil in your own life. As you listen to this, maybe there's been a moment in your life where you've faced the possibility of your own demise. That terrible C diagnosis. You have cancer. Have you ever heard those words? Have you ever sat there in the confines of an exam room when a doctor has said those words to somebody that you love? How did you interpret that? Maybe you got angry. How did you travel through the emotions of that after you first heard those words? The thing that made me most calm when it comes to being and experiencing that with my mom was the calmness in her own voice and her explanation based out of wisdom and based out of her own spiritual connection to God that it wasn't just about her. There was an entire message, an entire scripture surrounding those words. And had it not been for that conversation in the beginning of my mom's illness, I don't think I fully would have understood her connection to her higher power and her ability to use that as her strength and fuel to power her through until she took her last breath. And it's incredible to me when somebody that deals with something that is so difficult physically or emotionally is able to summon the courage and to summon those words of inspiration to give to others. And I hold that so dear, not just with my mom, but also with my friend who decided to showcase 
how important it was to use the symbolic being of a bracelet as a reminder every single day to look down and to remind him that he's been at some very low points in his life, but he's also experienced some incredible things. And there's also the highest points in his life that are still to come. And when you understand that for yourself, and you know that that's true for you too, then you're really able to enjoy your tactical living.